0: hi guys welcome to another edition of coach james short podcast leading and growing your real estate and property business wow what an exciting episode we have for you guys today oh my goodness i love interviewing these types of people they are movers and shakers within the industry guess who we've got none other than pauline martin brooks yes that's right that's right the global phenomenal oh she is a mover and a shaker Talk about partnerships, talking about putting bums on seats. This girl has done it all. She's worked for those of uh, the likes of Dale Beaumont, uh, Universal Events, KPI. She has put literally thousands of people into the right seat at the right time at the right event. Why? All because of partnerships and all because of systems. Pauline's going to take us on a journey to actually pull apart and actually really dissect what it. Takes to have the right type of partnerships and more importantly, the systems that support it. So, with that said, let's roll up the sleeves, let's get her on the line. Pauline, great to have you online. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Woohoo! <laughs> 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 Thank you. That's probably the most like powered up intro I think I've ever had. So,
0: <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, let's uh, look. Let- I mean, obviously I would uh, share a little bit of history, but in, you know, say three to five minutes, tell us a little bit more about your journey of how you got to where you are today.
1: Okay. So I um I started in sort of like a personal development Development world I guess and it was quite funny because I, I went for this job interview and I thought I was going for something around personal training because I'd actually done a personal training certification and anyway it wasn't it was personal development and it was working for one of the largest personal development companies in Australia that was running massive massive events so I kind of got I don't know hoodwinked into this industry that I just wasn't anticipating being in at all um, and so then I found myself in a position where I was doing that uh, you know that sales role that business development client services that type of a role Um, and I would notice that my boss at the time she'd be able to make you know like one phone call and all of a sudden we have an extra 200 people you know um, coming into our events and we used to do these massive free events um, generally at the entertainment center in Sydney so it was a you know 2,000 plus people Um, we'd run them kind of every you know six months sometimes every three months and they would I mean, they just were just an epic experience um, in and of themselves, right? Generally, they were free, so it's kind of like a, you know, a taster, if you like, before you buy the big thing. And I was really infatuated with how she was able to just, you know, all of it, like I'm getting one bum on seat here and another bum on a seat there, right? Um, And she's all of a sudden just you know, 200. And I, and so I sat down with her and said, how, like, what do you, how do you do this? And she goes, well, they're just my friends. And, and, um, you know, I've known them for a long time and I was like, okay, well, let me just, let me dig into that. Cause I'm a real systems strategy person. And if I can, you know, kind of pull out that goal, then I, then I will. And so I said, okay, so I, clearly they have to be the, the owners of the right target market. So they've got to be doing business with somebody that we want to do, you know, um, business with, um, and then really we're just nurturing a relationship and then working out what is it that we can give to that other party so that it's valuable to them, right? So I went down this journey and it took me about six months to get my first partner on board and it was just, I don't know, in the end I think because I have the tenacity of a bulldog, I think he really just, just like this is, this is how the conversation went. Look, Pauline, I really like you. I really love your enthusiasm. Um, And I have no idea if this is going to work, but let's just give it a crack, right? Love it. So basically, neither of us knew if it was going to work. And this is the thing about partners is even though you think it might be a great idea between you and the business person, you're really relying on their list and your list or their their tribe and your tribe um, you know, to take some kind of action. And you can't really determine that. So anyway, he did the mail out and we got 732 registrations in the first hour. And this is back in the day, I don't even know if the key still works, but back in the day there was the F5 refresh key. So I was literally just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and just going, Oh my God, oh my God, like I freaked out, at I don't know, 80. Um, And then when it started surpassing 700, I just thought never again am I going to talk to a person that doesn't have access to thousands of people. Because if I need to have the conversation, and this is goes for everybody here, have the conversation with someone that has that kind of leverage and then just work out what you can do together. So I'm not sure if that's three to five.
0: Perfect. Spot on, spot on. So I guess fast forward that now, who are you, what kind of businesses are you working with at the moment?
1: Okay, so I'm working with service-based businesses at the moment. Um, I was literally just talking to a like, cyber security company. Um, I'm dealing with a, a, a chiropractor. I've got someone who does, uh, she's, a, you know, she's a naturopath. I've got someone else who does property depreciation. So basically, service-based businesses, I like to say, that have a um, small team that stand for something bigger than themselves. And most importantly, they've got to have a sense of humor because I've got to spend a lot of time with them. And if they don't, it's just not going to, it's not going to be a fit, you know? Wow. Um, so there are some things I can do for people that don't have a sense of humor. However, if we're doing the big projects, then, sorry, you've got to have a sense of humor or you just won't, won't pass.
0: Love it, love it. And before they come to you, what are you noticing, uh, I guess, some of their, their big frustrations and problems?
1: Oh, look, it has to be the fact that they, they're just not being heard in this really overcrowded marketplace. Um, and I think the other frustration is when they see somebody, like right now you and I are doing face-to-camera stuff, right? A yep. lot of people don't like to do that. Um, and if you don't like to do that, you're not really getting it out in the world, which means that somebody who isn't as good as what you are... Um, they can kind of get a leg up because they because they can do these types of things. And so I like to be able to help people that, um, you know, don't like the face to camera stuff and I've got a bit of a system around that as well, um, but just basically to help them build their profile so that they can stand out um, and become more attractive to partners because as I've just mentioned, partners is where the leverage and the scale, you know, um, is all about. So I think they're the key, you know, that's really the key frustration for people is just not, not being heard um, and not knowing what to do uh, mm. to be heard and missing out on opportunities because they haven't positioned themselves as that, you know, quote unquote expert in their marketplace, but they actually are an expert in their marketplace. Yeah.
0: And I think that's, I guess, what it ultimately leads to the frustrations is is not being heard and uh, and not um, not having those opportunities to come across and capitalize on those opportunities because they're not seen out there. They're not, having the right positioning, they're not, you know, having that right, those right types of partnerships where they can really have that, as you said before, that, that true scale of, of really leveraging your business.
1: Definitely. And you know what? They could be incredibly good at what they do. And often they are, you know, yeah. they're so good at what they do that they don't put their focus on marketing and systems and strategy because when they're in front of a client, they are just, they're just on, um, you know, and they can close them. It's just getting the clients through the door. That is the, you know, the issue.
0: Yeah. Totally. When, obviously when they, you know, they do some work with you and they get things right. What, 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 what happens? What's, what do you notice the difference? Oh, ah. the Um, gates open up and you know angel starts flowing down
1: it's kind of like this zen state right where you're not having to hustle quite as hard because you're you're hustling for partners however you've got a system in place that can manage scale right So it's about going, okay, that's fine. I know that if I, um, you know, if I went to a networking gig and I ran into someone that had, um, you know, often if you've got someone who's got 20 of your perfect clients, you can, you can offer something like, oh, listen, I'll get on the phone and I'll do a, um, you know, I'll do a a one hour consult with them, you know, for free or or something like that. But that's the challenge is the scalability of that. Um, Whereas when you've gone through a process where you've really specifically articulated what is the problem? that you solve who do you solve it for what the next step is you've created some kind of lead magnet around it possibly even a you know a video mini course or something Um, you know you've got videos out on your linkedin so people know who you are you've got them on your about us page your, your products and services page all of those things. So all of a sudden when people land on your site, they well, A, you're easier, you come up in Google rankings, you know, they can find you on YouTube, all of those things that contribute. But basically you've got a system and a strategy and a framework. Um to be able to uh you know have them come in the top of your funnel and basically just slowly filter through so that you can get the really targeted people coming out the bottom, you know. And that I think is honestly one of the most important things to help people achieve scale with this sense of you know bliss <laughs> oh. <laughs> exactly exactly it's about connecting and not just hustling
0: yeah yeah it's totally. so yeah. a whole different energy altogether. Oh, and if you look at the it's almost like a instead of pushing it you're actually attracting it and you're pulling it and and i i define that as being in your flow yeah uh, and and you know you're you're on song the intentions there the purpose there and it's just it just flows to you rather than going hustle hustle who I to go 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 it's yeah. a completely different element to it
1: and it's nice you know yeah, like i'm like i'm in flow right now and it's like oh i have a lot <laughs> of things
0: to do so can you can you share a, a case study with uh with the tribe
1: yeah well it's interesting because when you and i spoke before i was thinking about this really cool case study between a um a beautician and a financial planner because it's a bit out you know out of the uh ordinary and the reason that this one works is because they are within sort of walking distance to each other right so but i will share another one which i just thought of as well so let me just get through this one quite quickly um so basically the beautician she does a um kind of like a half hour uh facial right and she will do it for free as a what we call a loss leader so basically people come in she does the most amazing process with them um they love her to bits they stay for five years right um and basically you know she can turn them into this lifelong client and so even though it's um you know it's cost her money to have them come in the room it's actually a you know it's a it's a great thing and it works for her Um, i happened to know the accountant down like around the corner and I thought, you know what, this would be a great opportunity for them to partner together. So I went out with my friend. He, he's just an accountant in the practice. So I went out with my friend um, who's the accountant, had a bit of a chat with him and I said, well, what are you trying to achieve in your business at the moment? And he said, well, he said, we're, we're actually going, you know, we're going really well. We don't really need any more clients. However, we've got this financial planning arm that we're launching and we're really looking to get as many referrals across to them as possible. And I said, well, how are you rewarding people that refer? And he said, well, we don't really have anything in place to do that right now. And I was like, well, what if you, ha- what if you could offer them, uh, you know, a half hour facial just around the corner? Um, and this you know this place happens to have an infrared sauna so there's something for you know for men as well if they don't like their face touch um, and but you know hopefully many of you do because yeah you know, who doesn't like that
0: know. anyway that's another topic
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway it was a really good fit and and what? What made it a um, what made it a good partnership was because they could actually uh, throttle it, so which meant that they could kind of just give enough leads at a time, so that my um, you know client and friend didn't have to worry about the scalability of it. And she was also able to articulate her perfect client, which meant that she could say to that financial planner, mm. "Hey, anyone that you know that drives an Audi, a BMW, or a Mercedes, um, that potentially is going through a divorce or a house renovation, they would be ideal. <laughs> you know, they would be ideal people. So, um, and because they're the financial planner, they of course have this information, which would be very unlikely for someone to have. Yep. And, and so, from that perspective, it worked really well. Um, however, mm. it's not Scalable, yeah? yeah. So when I talk about a, a um a case study that's scalable, let me give you another one. I uh, went into a coffee shop down the road. I happened to notice I'm one of these freaks that you know research everything. So before I went there, I um, went onto their Facebook page and I happened to notice that they did six months prior. I scrolled through a few things six months prior. They um they had a free coffee um promotion, right? So I thought, oh, cool, I want to find out about this free coffee. So I went down and I said, can you tell me about this free coffee promotion? And he said, well, the guy from, it was a mortgage-broking company, right? Um, And they were literally two doors away. And he said, the guy from the mortgage-broking company came over and said, how would you like it if I prepaid for 100 coffees and you gave a coffee away to anybody who filled in one of these essentially lead generation forms, right? Now, this is what I love about this partnership. Does the guy in the coffee store, is he happy? Because he literally is totally. 100 prepaid, you know, coffees, right? He can offer something that's different, right? But the guy, he, the mortgage broker who got off his butt, instead of just sitting on the phone, got off his butt, walked two doors down and offered this, which let's face it, a coffee's for maybe $4, right? 100 coffees, you know, nothing. Um, so he's now... Sitting, like he's sitting on $4 leads in an and this is in the northern beaches so for any of you that know the northern beaches you're looking at a million dollar mortgage right and so he's getting $4 leads for million dollar mortgages i mean this totally. it's insane right but the thing is anybody could do that yeah, it might not work with the first coffee shop you walk into. What about the next one? What about the barbershop? What are, like there's so many different um, ways that you can, you know, that you can make this happen. Mm. Um, but I just I love that one, especially for your, you know, your tribe.
0: <laughs> totally, yeah, totally. That's huge. That's fantastic. Mm. And um, so there's some really good case studies, and it's as you said, it's it, you may not think that they're a good partnership, but if you really dig deep, you can really create anything that you really want yeah um, it's so cool you just got to have i guess the mindset to really think outside the box and go cool you know what do people want and how can we work together uh, coming from a win-win attitude
1: always and i actually like to say a win to the power of four because it's kind of like a win nice. you know a win for you a win for me a win for your clients and a win for my clients right yeah. so it's kind of that, like that win to the power of four and, and if you can achieve that that's that is the you know the I don't know, the quintessential (laughs) um, point that you can get to with partnerships because the thing is most partnerships are a test and measure type of thing anyway um, and usually a test, tweak, measure, (laughs) repeat process. Um, And so finding people that you just like to connect with, um, you know, it it just allows you to get creative um and to you know build out different different products and different funnels and and just different ways of being able to add value to each other's clients
0: yeah fantastic fantastic now at the tribe we always love a good framework um yeah what type of frameworks do you use to help your clients with that you can share with the tribe
1: Okay, so there's a couple. One, it's interesting because I literally just did an entire one hour, um, you know, breaking down my entire process into a standard operating procedure that's 15 points long that I couldn't possibly share right now. However, um, it is going live on the 22nd, 23rd of June as an online business summit. Um, and I can get you a, um, you know, a link into that so your clients can can get that. And I gave awesome. them my entire framework um so that's one thing there the other thing is um there's a couple of things so one is the uh the research element so ideally when you're researching potential partners that could take hours um and it's not something that you want to spend hours on you want to spend hours on being able to call and connect and get creative you don't want to spend hours on the research um so a a um, a big part of that is just building out a really nice spreadsheet because i love spreadsheets um you know that uh, that has all of the important things that you need to find out so if you are going to outsource the process for instance to an offshore team uh that could do this at a, at a much better rate um you know potentially than than someone locally um and then you would definitely want to be able to articulate who is your ideal target market and and target partner um, and then for them to be able to go and find them and find their LinkedIn and find testimonials on their page to make sure that they're actually in the right target market. Um, all of those things. So, you know, that's something that I'm happy to, to uh, share with your tribe as well. Um, and I've created a system to do that. <laughs> to make it. It easier for us.
0: <laughs> love it. That's so cool. And you know what? You know what I love? I love how you have this idea and concept, which you've got the big picture vision associated to it, but then you can chunk it down into a nice, easy step-by-step process. Yeah, and That's very rare. Usually most people are like, yeah, I can create the vision and I'll leave the system to someone else <laughs> or I love the system and I just don't know what to do about the vision. So where well, you yeah. can really bring them both into the mix and go, yeah, cool concept. All right system let's go let's rock and roll so
1: yeah i am a freak i kind of have this um i remember doing one of those profiling things i've i've done a lot of those types of things but um one of them was like okay you're a creator oh and you're a mechanic and i went oh <laughs> that makes sense cuz i love the strategy and i love the system but i also love to get results right yeah. so it's just that it's like that perfect um that perfect balance and yeah i just um you know i think the more that you can do what you are innately just <laughs> to do um which for me is not design for instance i can tell you (laughs) of all the things i can do design is not one of them um but i um you know i have tools and strategies around it so it's um it makes my life a little bit easier
0: wonderful wonderful so how can the tribe get in contact with you
1: um i actually build a special page for you james because that's the kind of person i
0: love it once again go to the system (laughs)
1: <laughs> um so the only thing i don't have is like a placard with the with the uh url written on it um but it's helpmescale.me forward slash tribe
0: wonderful just once more for, for the tribe
1: me forward slash tribe
0: perfect perfect so there we go there's some more information that you want to uh definitely check out asap because there's some Awesome resources there. Um, Pauline shared some incredible frameworks and some case studies. Any final words uh, to the tribe before we make it a wrap?
1: Um, final words. You know what? Um, I would say applied knowledge is the best kind of knowledge. Um, and, you know, really, whatever you're doing, just put a smile on your face because people will connect with that type of energy. And the more that you can do that, uh, the easier your life is going to be, really.
0: So true. Pauline, really appreciate your time, energy, expertise, and wisdom. Have a wonderful, had a wonderful, wonderful day. Guys, all the listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another edition of James Short Podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate and Property Business. All right, guys. Bye for now. Talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, James. Bye, guys.